home is where we're going to be. I'm going to dismiss our young people. Miss Wilma is going to take them, and we're going to go in our Bible tonight, not in Revelation anymore, but in Psalm, and Psalm chapter 63. And most of our verses will be in Psalm. We'll, Psalms, the book of Psalms will have some other places, but this will be mainly where we'll be. And we're going to start a new series tonight. <coughs> and, <coughs> and I want to say that, yes, I'm coughing because I really worked my, hearts, my, my lungs hard on Sunday. I got Sunday school, I got singing, I got singing practice, and I'm yakking all day long. And so because I'm yakking, I'm hacking. But I'm really not as sick as I sound. I just have a lot of <coughs> uh, irritation in my lungs from all the talking that I have to do. And uh, it'll work itself out. I've been dealing with this for years because of allergies. And I've been jokingly saying that I've had COVID for years, and so it's really a blessing because I'm probably more immune and ready for it than everybody else. But seriously, though, it just is what it is. And and um, if it wasn't so dry outside, I probably would feel a little better. But that's how it is, and that's okay. We'll, we'll get through it. Everybody get a handout. Everybody have a handout. Everybody have a pen or a pencil, something to write with. A handout pencil pen we need to use that tonight so it's for everybody i hope you'll use it and take a look at it and fill in the blanks and uh, we'll go on with it tonight um this is just the first of a series it's not mine i borrowed it one of our missionaries tom palmer uh is the one who put this together years ago but i want to teach you some practical things that i think we all have to remember and let's start out tonight with this subject getting a good start to the day if you'll practice this and have good habits in your life it'll it'll help you and this is the first one all right getting a good start to the day you ever have a lousy day i mean sometimes you know it's going to be a bad day before you even get out of the house you know uh and some days are just not very fun and um but this will help us and uh, it'll help us and prepare us for, for what we need. So let's pray and we'll go on tonight. Lord, we thank you for opportunity to open the Bible. Help us to learn and to study and to benefit and grow. Be with the ones that are missing. Uh, there are several missing. And uh, we're concerned just because they're not with us. And uh, we know that you'll be with them and, and help them to get rest, get get healing, be back to good health soon. Thank you for the ones you've already brought back to us that are already returned and are doing better and thank you now for opportunity to study the word together help us to do just that in jesus name amen all right psalm 63 verse 1 O god thou art my god early will i seek thee my soul thirsteth for thee my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is that's kind of like where we are right now all right to see thy power and thy glory so as i have seen thee in the sanctuary O God thou art my God early will I seek thee there's the the key word there early will I seek thee I think it's important and I realize everybody here has a different schedule and sometimes you might have to get up at three in the morning four in the morning things like that but but I know that it's a fact and it's easy to sleep in it's easy to have one of those mornings where I just want to get some extra sleep especially right now when we're when we're fatigued and we're 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 battling flu and sickness or whatever but getting a good start to the day 
is has a lot to do with just our our determination to having a good evening the night before what is it that ruins our next morning a lot of times it's ourselves you know the old days might have been harder because there wasn't so many conveniences but it was a lot simpler back then they didn't have electricity so they didn't have lights to keep them going at all hours of the night and um, they didn't have electricity so then they didn't have entertainment devices either and it used to be and when I was growing up that TV was what kept us up at night you know but now it's not just TV now it's internet right and uh, and just just wasting time looking at the dumbest of dumb things right uh, and then it's video game. Now, personally, I never was interested in video games. You know, I just, I just cannot play football on a screen. I can go outside and throw a football. I like that, but I, on a screen, it's just boring to me. But uh, I know video games are huge. And you know what's sad? Video games are huge with with twenty year olds and twenty five year olds and thirty year olds. I, I want to I wanted to say adults, but I don't feel like I should call them adults. You know. Um, if you're a gamer and you're in your 20s or 30s, grow up. Anyway, uh, I'm not saying video games by themselves are evil, but but the waste of time. And if you can't get out of bed in the morning because you're up late at night, that's not anybody's fault but your own. All right? So part of the problem is our own lack of discipline and good habits that we set for ourselves. Pastor Matt did not have the best of discipline and still doesn't have the greatest of discipline in my life. <clears throat> but one thing I did is I married someone who did. I married someone who had some good discipline. I married someone who got up before the sun and milked cows. I never had that privilege. I, 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 and I, I do call it a privilege, and I never had that. And most of the kids today don't have that. But my wife did, and she kind of grew up a generation you know, past her, you know, what her generation, you know what I mean? And so she relates a lot to the 70 year olds today because she grew up similar to the way they did. She loves to read Laura Ingalls. She just loves to read it. Uh, but you know what? As, as silly as that may sound, I'm telling you that that early morning farm routine, the early morning farm routine was a good old fashioned American way. Just the early morning farm habit. And, and I, I want to encourage you to, to still develop. And you might have to start the night before. And you might have to figure out that it's the night before that we've got to work on in order to get this good day started on the right foot. <clears throat> and here's what I know. When I get up early, before, I feel like before everybody else, you know, or earlier, you know, before the sun, it, there's just some kind of a solitary special feeling of knowing that I'm I'm up and I'm thinking and I'm talking to the Lord. So here's seven ways that you can start your day. Number one, <clears throat> thank God for the day. Thank God for the day. Psalm 118 verse 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it thank God for your day this is the day which the Lord hath made we will rejoice and be glad in it you know it's going to be a bad day 
when you don't stop to think about the Lord. And let's be honest, most everybody on planet Earth, when you wake up, the first person you think about is yourself. <clears throat> but stop and thank God, first of all, that you got up. You know, praise God, I'm vertical. When you get older, you'll get that. Uh, not everyone can get up. The biggest victims of the COVID are the nursing home people. Have you ever thought about what nursing home people do? They either lay around or sit around. Okay? And I, I sent out an email yesterday encouraging everyone not to lay around, even if you're sick. Stay active. And some of our old-timers, you probably can guess who it is. They're outside doing doing chores, walking around, you know, uh, and finding things to do, working on this, working on that. Sure, they're taking more naps because they're more tired. But, man, they're finding things to do, not just watching Gunsmoke or whatever else sitting in the Lazy Boy chair. Thank God for the day because not everybody can even get up. Every day is a gift from God. And if you woke up this morning and you could get out of bed, God's got a reason for you. This is the day the Lord hath made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. And especially a Sunday, Saturday, just plan on, hey, you know what? I'm focused on Sunday. It is, you know whose day Sunday is? We call it the Lord's Day. It is the Lord's Day. Be thankful you can rise and shine. Number two, listen to and sing godly music. I talked about this this morning. Listen to and sing godly music. Psalm 59 and verse 16. Psalm 59, 16. But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing, for God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Now, you can't sing to the Lord and you can't you can't really sing and sing to him until you've pers- first of all committed to memory some songs that's why in sunday school those songs are not just kitty songs those bible verse songs are not just kitty songs they're bible a merry heart doeth good like a medicine that's a bible song that we sing in sunday school learn some some songs learn the songs like harmony picked a song this morning we're going to talk about that verse a little bit about seek ye first the kingdom of God. What a beautiful me- melody that is. And it's an easy way to sing and praise the Lord. Henry and Kay were with us this weekend. Kay was speaking for the ladies the other night. And Henry, he's just a unique guy. Uh, but when he, he's the one that did all the electrical in this building. And uh, he was here while he was here this weekend. He did a few more electrical things for us. But Henry, <clears throat> I, I've, I've been in the building years ago when he was working and he just started laughing and and say praise the lord he'd just be humming away you know humming i don't know that he can sing very well but he'd just hum you know and amazing great and then he'd just kind of praise the lord he'd, he'd just say amen you know as he thought about something that that really made him uh glad listen to and sing godly music <clears throat> you know what I, I i don't i don't know this because i'm not in somebody's home at six in the morning usually you know what i mean i'm not in somebody else's home at six in the morning but i know because <clears throat> i know that there are people that have a TV in the kitchen. They have a TV in the living room. They have a TV in their bedroom. They might even have a TV in their bathroom. I don't know. <clears throat> I think the smartphone has replaced some of all that. But I know that there are people who have those things on. As soon as the light comes on in their house, boom, the TV's on. The news is on. 
Good Morning America or whatever else is going on now. <coughs> I promise you, singing and praising the Lord and, and having a time of just being refreshed, as it says in Psalm 46.10, Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. Before you listen to whoever on NBC or ABC or Fox or whoever it is in the morning, if you really think you got to, and, and, and in my house, we don't even have regular television at all, whether cable or satellite. We don't have TV. And the TV is never on in the morning, okay? Um, and unfortunately, we, we check our phones, then we get interested in something, and we start watching something. Listen, sing and, and praise God in the morning. Listen to and sing to godly music. I drive a school bus, and half the time I'm driving, the bus is empty because I'm going out to the route. I can sing and praise the Lord, hum something, you know? And that's great because if you're not a good singer, you're just in all by yourself. Nobody can hear you. But God, and you know what? The cool thing about it is, Treg, God doesn't even care if you sound good or not. He likes it. God has this automatic tuner thing that, that when it comes out of your mouth really horrible, it comes into his ears beautiful. He loves it. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All right? So, so listen to, and after you've listened to good music, eventually you can sing it. You can, you can hum it and think about it. It helps to bring our focus on God. That's why we do it. And I gave you some verses today about uh, singing to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And it, and it helps with an attitude adjustment. Today we've got iPods and podcasts. We've got CDs. I even have recorded a CD. If you want it, I'll let you have it. You can listen to it. And it's just my favorite songs I was able to put on a CD. Um, sometimes there's Christian radio. Sometimes there's stuff that calls itself Christian radio. It's not very good. But we got podcasts and iPods and stuff to record. And there's lots of ways. We have a whole library full of CDs, mu good music CDs, in our library that you can borrow and then you know load to an MP3 or something like that. We have the Bible on, on CD. We have the Bible on MP3 where you can have the whole Bible on recording. <clears throat> Listen to and sing godly music and if you've been around vacation bible school around here you know that that's what we do we sing the bible and there's lots of songs that we learn they're not just kitty they're for all ages i love ron hamilton because ron hamilton helped me to appreciate music and i can sing you several ron hamilton words and uh what i love about it is patch the pirate used the bible and his and so his songs point us back to the word of god the King James Bible. and He's the one that wrote Born to Die. He's the one that wrote a couple other songs we sang tonight. Number three, spend time in praise to God. <clears throat> this goes along with the other two points, thanking God, singing, and listening. Spend time praising God. An attitude of gratitude. Psalm 57, verse 7 says, my heart is fixed, O oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory, awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations, for the, thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. How many of you were here that Wednesday night before Thanksgiving? The Thanksgiving Eve service. How many of you 
thought it was worth coming to after you after you came. That was a blessing. We heard several people give a testimony and praise God, <laughs> counting their blessings. Bruce, I think, was here. Counting our blessings, giving thanks to God. That was that was a blessing. And you know what happens when, when you ask someone, is there anyone that would give a testimony? You know what happens if you ask for three people? By the time you get to the third person, there's another person that wants to say something. Why? Because praise is catching it it's contagious oh yeah i could count your think of 10 things write down 10 things that you can praise god for not 10 things to be grumpy about 10 things that you can give thanks for i promise you by the time you get to 10 if you're a christian you'll you'll find 15 and there'll be more praising god's a great way to get excited about god someone wrote this little chorus it's amazing what praising can do hallelujah Hallelujah, it's amazing what praising can do. And that's why we need to just spend time praising God, singing to him, telling him how good he is to us, and thanking him for his goodness. Now, number four, acknowledge dependence upon God. Acknowledge that you are dependent on him. 143, Psalm 143 and verse 8. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lift up my soul unto thee. When morning comes, stress and pressure are waiting for you to tackle them. Sometimes when morning comes, your first foot hits the floor, and your second foot just touches the floor, and problem is standing at the end of the bed saying, Morning. Right? I mean, some of us have that stress and pressure and 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 trouble and heartbreak and heartache we need to stop in the morning when we're praying and we're we're talking to the lord we need to stop and say god i got a load on my heart i'm carrying a load i need you we sang it i think we sang it today lord i need you when it's calm and when it's not calm lord i need you my prayer right now is, Lord, I need you. We have needs. <clears throat> I'm not talking about sickness. We have needs. We have, there's there's burdens. There's good problems that we have. Good problems, but problems. Good problems. And we have, we need God to help us. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. How many of you have done what I've done? Get up in the morning. Don't need to talk to God this morning. Man, it's so simple what I got to do today. It's a no-brainer. I don't need to talk to God. And boom, I go out and lean under my own understanding. And I come back at night going, if only I had asked God for some direction instead of just doing what I thought was right. God likes it when we get out of bed and say, Lord, before I even start this day, I already know I need you. What happens is we get overconfident. It's a real shame when I, when I or any other pastor just kind of wings it, you know. Eh, I've done this before. I'll just get up and say some things, and we just wing it. I don't care how long you've been teaching or preaching. You still need God every time. 
I don't care how long you've been doing whatever it is you've been doing. You need to stop and ask God. I don't care how many years you've been married. You need dependence on God to stay married and to do right. So acknowledge your dependence on God. Faith depends upon God. That's why he says, we're sheep and he's the shepherd. You know how many days of the week sheep need the shepherd? Did you know that shepherds don't take weekends off? Okay, sheep, it's weekend time. I got my weekend coming. Be back Monday morning, 8 o'clock. See you Monday morning, 8 o'clock. You guys just kind of hang out here in the meadow, and I'll see you Monday morning. It don't work that way. We're sheep. You read the Bible. We are sheep over and over again. And you know why? Because sheep are dumb. Sheep have zero defenses except for a shepherd. That's what we are. And so we need to wake up every morning recognizing, okay, it's time to follow the shepherd again. A lot of us get ahead of the shepherd. We get ourselves lost over a cliff, bleeding, you know, pleading for our lives. Acknowledge our dependence upon God. Number five, this goes along with that. Recognize God's provision for the day. Back in Psalm 68. Psalm 68. Verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. There's a phrase in Matthew chapter 6 concerning what they call the Lord's Prayer. Now, you really can't pray that prayer until you are his child. And not everybody is his child. But when you get saved, then you can say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. If you're not saved, you have no business saying that. There are churches, I think Catholic and and probably Lutheran, I don't know who else, but there are churches who teach people to memorize those words. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The sad part is they teach you to memorize those words, but they don't teach you how to be a child. You really can't call. I mean, it'd be weird if Gunner knocked on Norman's door and said, Hello, Father. I think Norman would probably call the police. And it's weird when people who aren't Christians try to pray to God. Because he's not their father. But when you get saved, it's our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then what does it say next? Some of you were raised in this. Give us this day our bread with preservatives in it that will last for at least two or three weeks in the shelf. See, in the old days, how many how many of you like Miss Wilma's bread? I've heard people brag about Miss Wilma's bread. Kay and, Kay and Henry were fighting over the bread over in the cabin the other day. Part of the reason why Miss Wilma's bread is so good is it's not store-bought bread. It doesn't have preservatives in it. It wasn't made to last on a shelf for a couple weeks. And it's not Wonder Bread, you know. Wonder Bread is really just, you know, the whiter the bread, the quicker you're dead. Miss Wilma's bread's full of all that good stuff. The only negative thing about Miss Wilma's bread is it won't last very long. Well, two reasons why it won't last very long. But it won't last very long because it will either mold quickly if it's not eaten quickly. Man, I walk in the door and, and she's just made bread. 
And I'm always looking for a reason to have butter. I'm always looking for a reason to have butter. And there it is right there. Oh, that homemade, homemade bread with butter. Look, I know I'm making everybody hungry. I'm sorry. But give us this day our daily bread. The Bible has a story back in Exodus chapter 16 about manna. And manna was daily bread from heaven. And the cool thing about manna was God told Moses, you tell everybody it's got to be collected every morning. Are you getting the picture? It's got to be collected every morning. You can't just go out and get a wagon full for the whole week. What was God teaching them? Well, I'll tell you what God was teaching them because Jesus repeated it in Matthew 4.4. 4. Harmony picked Matthew 4.4 4 this morning to sing. Man shall not live by bread alone. He was quoting Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. That man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So when we say, give us this day our daily bread, it's not just the physical food we need, it's our daily bread. We're, we're supposed to be in the word of God every day. If you don't have a Bible, I want to give you one tonight. And I know most of you have Bibles but if you don't have a Bible, I know Cindy just got saved and maybe she doesn't have a Bible. I don't remember if we gave her one last week or not. But you need to be in the Word of God every day. Now, don't start in Ezekiel. Okay? I just don't recommend Ezekiel. for your st- I'm in Ezekiel right now in my Bible reading. Okay? Don't, I wouldn't necessarily go to Leviticus right off the bat. All right? But man, there's good stuff in there. I mean, Proverbs and Psalms... Proverbs is full of, and the cool thing about Proverbs, especially like this this Bible reading calendar that we're talking about, you can just read a proverb a day because there's usually 31 days a month and there's 31 chapters in Proverbs. So that's a good habit, just reading Proverbs, one chapter a day of Proverbs. Or then the book of John or any of the Gospels, Matthew, Matthew Mark, Luke, John. You read Genesis, there's some, there's some very, there's good stuff to, that really is foundational in Genesis just to get to know the basics of things. But there's always things for every age level. <clears throat> and it's like, it's like milk versus steak. When you're a baby, you, you start off with the milk. When you get to be a more mature person, you can handle steak and, and, and meat. Just start off with the simpler stuff. And don't worry about the heavier stuff. Just start out with, with but read the Word of God and recognize God's provision for the day. Now, recognize it for the physical providing and for the spiritual providing. We should praise God that we have food. Every, speaking of bread, most of us have bread that will last for a while. We've got a freezer full of food. You know, most of us think it's terrible if our freezer goes out and we lose our, our food. Are you kidding? 2,000 years ago, they didn't have a storage method for most of their food. I mean, it was day by day. And if, if the world gets worse and worse, we could be going back to day by day. But that's okay, because he's our father. Give us this day our daily bread. You know why we don't like that? Because that means we're dependent. I like it when I got a whole pantry full, and I don't need you, because I'm good. But let's say that tonight you ate the last thing in your house before you came to church. I bet tomorrow you'll be praying, give us this day our daily bread. Your heart will be more dependent. In this country, we're so spoiled, we don't pray 
and thank God for our daily food anymore. But we need to, one day at a time. A couple places we can turn just to look at this uh, concept here, and we'll keep going. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Deuteronomy 33. And verse 25. He said this to his people way many years ago. This is a cool verse. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. I'm fascinated with how God has all your days numbered, and he makes sure that you have strength for those days. I I know I brag about her too much, but isn't Donna amazing? I mean, I, I know she's not Wonder Woman. But you know that lady just seems to have spunk and energy and strength. You know why? Because God's going to give that to her until her days are up. And he knows when the days are up. And and we ought to praise God and thank him. It doesn't matter if it's age 90 or age 50. God just has that much strength for your days. Look at Lamentations chapter number 3. Lamentations chapter 3. And I love the way this says... God gives us the needs that we have. He supplies those those needs on a daily basis. <coughs> Lamentations 3, verse 22. It is the Lord's mercies. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new. What's the next two words? Every morning, great is thy faithfulness. Every morning is a new day. And God's got new compassion and new mercies for us each morning. Some of us, we should just be humbly thankful that he's allowing us to have another day and, and recognize his, God's provision for the day. Anybody like me, in the last six months or year or two years, you weren't sure how he's going to make it. You weren't sure how he's going to pay the bills or you weren't sure how this was going to work out or you weren't, or maybe right now you're going through that. Maybe right now the economy has really blown your mind or maybe right now everything that's going on is really has really caused you to, to suffer and to wonder what's happening listen there are times in our life and everybody in here is probably like me you've had a time where you were so nervous about what's going to happen next week how is this going to work and now you probably have to stop and remember it because it's been so long and water under bridge and it's all gone it's all, it's all good now. Let's stop and thank God again for his daily provision. There are times when God just, he, he just meets the need. I love listening to stories about George Mueller. George Mueller was a guy who loved God and prayed all the time. He had ended up adopting all these children in an orphanage. He had orphanages over in Bristol, England. And there were times like this where George Mueller and all of his staff and all of the children would sit down in the morning and they would pray. And they would say, Dear God, he would say, I thank you, Lord, for the food that you're going to provide for us today. The problem was, is there wasn't any food. The staff knew it. The kids probably are listening to him pray and they they open one eye and they look around and there's plates, but there's no food. But George Mueller says, God, I thank you for the food you're going to provide today. And it is said that when he was just finished praying, there's a knock on the door. 
and it was the dairy man. This is back in the days of the horse carriage. And the carriage broke down, and he had all these eggs that weren't going to make it to the destination. And he said, Mr. Mueller, I know you got a bunch of kids here. Could you use some eggs? But more than once that that happened to him. That's daily bread, isn't it? I mean, that's daily. And we say, oh, I don't like living like that. And so what we do is we turn to Discover and Visa. Or we turn to some other man-made way. And there's always strings attached to that. The best part about God is the IRS can't even trace it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the best part about God is there's no strings attached. It's just it's just God, you know. I, I read about where God fed a prophet during a famine with a crow. And a crow is picking up food and bringing it to the prophet and feeding the prophet. God has ways of feeding. I read about a widow who was being fed every day. God provides for our needs. So stop and recognize. I know I know everybody in here's probably got some stresses. Some of them are self-inflicted and we have to work on that and figure out how to get out of those self-inflicted issues we're in. Some of them are not self-inflicted. They're just outside pressures. But I want you to stop every morning as you should as we should and say, "God, you provided me with roof you provided me with wheels you provided me with means god i thank you for providing and meeting our needs there were times when i didn't know how he was going to make it and here i am better than i ever was number six spend time in prayer we'll not spend a lot of time tonight talking about this because this will be our subject next week psalm five psalm five verse three my voice shalt thou hear in the morning O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Remember I told you this morning that God is our Father? You know what fathers love? Fathers love to hear from their kids. And God wants to hear from us. The Bible says in Mark 1, verse 35, that Jesus, early before the day, before day, he was, in, he was already praying. <clears throat> I don't know how your schedule works, but I would encourage you to pray in the morning <coughs> and and t- talk to God. Obviously, that's what we've been talking about. Have a list or, or some things on your mind to talk to him about. You know what's happening to me now that I'm getting older? I'm, I'm starting to understand what these old guys are going through. And it's starting to happen to me. I'm starting to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time it is. I don't even like to look at the clock, but I know it's probably 2 or 3 or something like that. And you know what I find myself doing? if I can't go right back to sleep either daydreaming or night dreaming or talking to God might as well start talking to God about different people in the church my kids, my family, my wife I'm listening to her snoring I'm just kidding I'm listening to her softly breathing sorry dear and I'm thankful first of all she's softly breathing I remember when she wasn't feeling very well several years ago. I'm thankful for all the things she... And then I start just praising the Lord for his goodness to me. And It's 3 in the morning. I'm not even out of bed but because it's not time to get out of bed yet, but I'm just praying. And I'll either fall back asleep or I won't. It's a great time to pray. Man, and one thing I don't do is I don't turn on an electric screen. Don't do it. Don't turn on an electric screen. You can talk to God. 
don't turn on electric screen spend time in prayer if you're a parent you need to pray if you're married you need to pray if you got problems you need to pray we'll call, talk about that more next week but the bible says in psalm 55 17 evening and a morning and at noon will i pray there's always a time to pray pray when you go to bed pray when you get up pray in the middle of the day pray without ceasing all right last one number seven be nourished by the word of god psalm 119 verse 147 psalm 119 147 psalm 119 147 i prevented the dawning of the morning that's an old english word we think of prevented we think of it just as trying to stop something but the old english there has more than one meaning and prevented is anticipated i am prevented the dawning of the morning and cried i hoped in thy word my eyes prevent the night watches that i might meditate in thy word so here's a guy who says before i have to start my day I anticipate the time I can have with God. And when the night watches are ended, I look forward to that time so that I can continue to meditate in God's word. Be nourished by the word. The idea is to anticipate. Some of you know, and I've not been doing very good, holidays are a bad time, so don't pick on me, but some of you know that I've been trying to just have fruit every night. And uh, in the morning, Miss Wilma will make me this like, this fruit or this vegetable thing you know like vegetable and maybe some cottage cheese and and two eggs and at lunch that's the biggest meal of the day and then at night just fruit water and fruit that's it problem is is i'm starting to i want more fruit you know what i mean but but here's what here's and what i'm doing like i'm supposed to be doing i'll tell you what happens i go to bed thinking man i can't wait for morning i can't wait for those eggs I can't wait for that stuff that she puts together in the morning. You know what I mean? And I just go to bed thinking, man, I can't wait for morning because all I got tonight was two prunes and some craisins. A grapefruit. This mean woman I live with keeps me from eating anything but fruit. But I realize my pants fit better. and It's actually good for me. But that's what it means. It says I prevent... In other words, I'm anticipating. I can't wait to get back into the Bible, to read the next chapter, to find out more that I can find out from the Word of God. The Bible says that Job said, I, I esteem the words of his mouth more than my necessary for food. Job 23, 12. I think of God's Word more than my necessary food. Psalm 19 verse 10 says sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb the word of God and of course Harmony picked that verse this morning man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God to get nourished by the Bible to let the word of God speak to us and feed us the most important meal of the day a lot of people say is breakfast I think that's true. By the way, cereal is ridiculous. You might as well eat the box, man. That there, There's nothing in cereal, unless it's homemade or something, you know. I, I If I eat cereal, by 1030, I'm like, because what, what, what did I eat? That was nothing. I don't, I don't eat cereal for breakfast. But I'll tell you what, a good breakfast, it, it, 
they say that's the most important meal of the day. Well, no Bible, no breakfast. You should just have that as a as a policy. If I didn't eat my if I didn't eat from my Bible, I shouldn't be eating breakfast. I should just plan on my Bible being breakfast just as most as important it is as my breakfast is. My Bible should be important. Be nourished by the word of God. That that's how we start our day right. <clears throat> and 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 some of us are losing this whole battle at night. Some of us are getting into trouble. When do they do most of the partying? When do, when do people usually get drunk? What time of the day? Night. When do people usually stay up, just make huge mistakes? It's night. Listen, plan on your day the night before. As a matter of fact, did you know that the Bible day started when the sun went down? The Bible day starts when the sun goes down. That, that was a biblical day, sundown to sundown. That's how they counted their days. That's why things are kind of confusing when we read the Bible. <clears throat> we should think of it that way. It would change how we plan our day. We wouldn't come dragging in here Sunday morning so exhausted if we would consider Saturday sundown to be part of Sunday. And we'd be ready to start our day more correctly even all week long if we would think about that. Um, <clears throat> I like sports. And I like football. But you know there's two things about sports, <coughs> whether it's football, baseball, whatever. They waste so much time. And it seems like they want you to stay up at least till 1030 to watch their important game. And what I found out is I can read the score the next morning and pretty much get the same information as everybody who watched it for three and a half hours. And now that they won't even stand and pledge the flag, it's real hard for me to really enjoy those people anyway. But when I get up in the morning knowing that I've really wasted time the night before watching something stupid, I I say to myself, I don't want to do that again. I want to start the day off right. I'm going to start the day off. And your days will get better when you start them the way they they should get started. Um, We'll keep going. Next week, we'll talk more about another subject called prayer. We'll talk about that more in depth next week. Let's close in prayer tonight, and uh, we'll be dismissed. Lord, we thank you for our time together in your word. Help us to learn how to start our days and to be reminded of how to live and to start the day off right. Help us to rearrange our schedule so that when we get to church we're not exhausted so that when we start our day we're not exhausted so that we haven't wasted so much time help us and help the parents to develop good habits for their children and uh, I know it's not easy when the bad habits are strong but to develop good habits that we can start our days better and make the day count help us to be aware that you've given us time help us to use that time wisely help the ones that are struggling with many issues that We'll just put you first, and we'll start the day with you. And and then please bless them. Show them how much better their day is when they start off with you. And may that be the answer to this prayer tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're dismissed. I just want the young people to hang around for a little bit.